to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. Hello, I'm Tim, and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, Mm -hmm. I'm in a very good mood. Why is that? Because of the awful weather all the time? Sure. You know what? I got a spring in my step because I got a positive attitude. Hey, awful weather's better than no weather, right? There's no such thing as... like if you were in a vacuum, if you were in outer space, yeah, you'd a die. A place with no atmosphere, yeah, with no atmosphere, with yeah. no weather, Tom, you'd be a dead man. I guess, I guess in that case, it's true that no uh, bad weather is better than no weather. Yeah, so I just tend it's to a look. Famous on... astronaut saying, <laughs> yeah, Neil Armstrong said that. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I'm just a positive guy, mm-hmm. and um, I feel bad for people like you that are moping around all the time. Oh. I don't like when it rains. Well, how about an asteroid shower, Tom? Yeah, I guess you're right. It'll kill I, you. I never really thought about it. Yeah. Thank you for opening my eyes to uh, to this uh, way of living. You're welcome. It's it's a po- it's positive <laughs> thought, and it's uh, or you know you're you're mad about a a blizzard. Mm-hmm. What about a space lizard? Right. Well, at uh, least there's no space lizards. Well, hey, you don't know that. And here. Be- well, they wouldn't be here, Tim. Then they'd be, you know, like house lizards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is it's better to face a blizzard here on Earth than fight a space lizard in, Out space. in space. Basically, what I'm saying is every day I thank Xenu that I was born here on Earth uh-huh. and not out in outer space. Because who knows what goes on? I know what goes on out there, and I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Well, good. I'm, Asteroid um, showers, no atmosphere, space lizards. Space lizards. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you found a way that works for you, Tim. It's uh, it's part of my daily affirmation. <laughs> uh, How are you this week, Tom? Uh, I'm pretty good, Tim. I think I broke my elbow. Uh, Did you fall down again? No, no. From that last time I fell down, my elbow still hurts. Oh, wow. And then I was uh, looking online, like, uh, how do you tell if you've got, like, a fractured bone? Uh, X-ray, that's really the only way you can tell. Well, and if something keeps hurting, like this keeps hurting. Well, did you take an X-ray of it? I just don't have an X-ray machine, I'm ashamed to say. Did you get rid of your X-ray? Tim, I've never had one. Yeah, I know. I know I've, I've... been passing along the lie that I have an x-ray machine for I mean, a long time. Now that I think about it, you never out and out said it. You just kind of implied yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of uh, implications that I have an x-ray machine. Yeah. But, yeah. Be like, oh, I don't have to worry about whether my shoes fit because I have a <laughs> device that'll show me. Yeah, because uh, there's a little something I have that will tell me. Yeah. Never said machine. x-ray machine, but... Yeah. You know, read between the lines. Yeah. What did you mean? Just like your thumb? Did you press down? Yeah. The just, your, yeah. Oh, there's my toe. Uh, yeah. No, it fits pretty good. Well, it's comfortable. Yeah. I know that my, my it fits on my foot because I can feel it with my foot. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you, though, Tim. Okay. Uh, Tom, I'm always happy to answer your <laughs> questions. How does, um, what do you think it looks like at a, like a, an advertising firm or something for uh, toilet paper? Because... I got to tell you, Tim, they're getting out of control with the, uh, there's not even any windows anymore about what toilet paper's for. Um, I'm not necessarily against that. Yeah, you, you'd rather straight talk? The, the straight poop, as it were. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Why? What, 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 what offended you, Gramps? <laughs> there was this commercial, Tim, <laughs> I where... assume you've all met my grandfather, Tom Reynolds. <laughs> there was this commercial... Where, uh, I forget exactly how it went, but they were, you know, trying to tell everyone that their toilet paper is the best. And they would, that, have- I mean, that's <laughs> it was a very braggadocious ad- advertisement, and I, I did not appreciate it. Um, they had people, uh, go take a dump and then use like a brand X mm-hmm. toilet paper. Or, you know, uh, whatever brand this... Uh, I yeah, I mean... I don't think I wrote down the... To- it's okay. I, okay. All right, Tim, you're not letting me finish. <laughs> so they'd have people do this, and then they'd be like, well, here's a twist. Uh, do you trust that brand next toilet paper enough not to wear underwear? Wait, what? Yeah. I just don't see 
What do they mean? That do you trust that the toilet paper worked well enough that you'll go without underwear and risk getting shit all over your pants? Is that what happens when you use bad quality toilet paper? That's what this commercial uh, strongly implies. Here's what I, I I would say to these uh, these folks on Madison Avenue. <laughs> it's, these mad men as they were. Yeah, uh, no, ad men, Tom. They're pronoun- it's pronounced ad men, ad, ad, advertising men. Mad men. Mad men. That's the, mad, mad no, magazine. that's the guy who's in charge of everything. Oh. John Madman. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say... They have a show about him. John Madman's World. Yeah. It's on... Uh, it's on AMC. AMC. Uh, the, the, the toilet paper only mm-hmm. gets you so far. It's what you do with it. <laughs> Wow, that is, Tim, you are very uh, aspirational lately, huh? No, it's just that, like... Uh, yeah, we don't know. They've, they've got these two bozos going into a bathroom. I don't know what their techniques are. I don't I don't know what their techniques are, and Tom. <laughs> you to don't want to know? I don't want to know what their techniques are, but I do trust... If they're going to go that far, put on the packaging, like, and this is the best way to, to do it. I, I, I would trust <laughs> a functional adult... Hold on, mm-hmm. to be able to accurately judge when the job is done. I don't think that has very much at all to do with the quality of toilet paper. Well, the, at- o- the other thing that this implied was, you know, th- these people are coming out of the bathroom and they're like, you know, how was it? And they're like, oh, it's fine. Oh, toilet paper, toilet paper. Oh, do you trust it enough to... Uh- you know, take your underwear off and wear your pants. And then they'd be like, uh, I don't know about that. So these people thought that they had, you know, shit all over them still. But here's my thing. (laughs) Uh I know when I'm leaving a bathroom. Yeah, if you've done a good job or not. Yeah, and guess what? If I'm leaving the bathroom, (laughs) I've done a good job. some of these people, Tim, were leaving the bathroom without thinking they did a good job. Well, also, I would be skeptical of anybody, (laughs) any product. Like, it was like, oh... Here, take the Pepsi challenge. Take a, a sip from this glass, and then take a sip from this glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you take your underwear off? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to take. Has a, nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm not going to take my underwear no, off because because like... a, a, a marketer asked me to. Well, they're because asking. It's some do you focus trust group, this some enough? Creep focus group. <laughs> Yeah, it's not worth the Nobody, ten dollars they paid me. You didn't watch them take their underwear off on the commercial. To know? be clear, how do you know? Because I saw the commercial. No, no. But what I'm oh, saying. Oh, maybe like an early cut. No, no. If you're if you're that person, you're you're walking through the mall, right? Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, "How would you like to take part in a in a, uh, in a focus uh, marketing group? Uh, ten dollars, sir." And you're like, "Great," because I remember ten dollars, then you get to take a dump. Yeah, <laughs> you are, and you are just like. Great! I have to. Take I was going to do it anyway. Yeah, my eighth of the day. <laughs> um, you think they've got like some, uh, some like a uh, some spicy Indian food on set there or something for them, just made, in case, sure, in case they can't perform. So, uh, and then and then you come out. You don't know when they're like, okay, well, we've taken, we've we've asked you to defecate for us. <laughs> And we've given you this, and then we're gonna put you on camera, yeah. and ask you about your uh, what happened when you defecated earlier. And then your family and the people you work with are gonna see this, yeah. And while, how, while they're watching like a uh, Modern Family on TV or whatever, exactly. And how would you know? You know, p- potential oh, there's, employers. There's Benny. That's a guy who I work. Oh, how would you? know for sure that they wouldn't be like, okay, and we just need to get some B roll if you taking off your underpants. <laughs> Right? It's just like, well, we just need it. We're we're probably not going to use it, but just so we have it, uh, here's Lenny. He's going to come into the, 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 the hey, bathroom where he just defecated with the camera, and he's going to, who knows, maybe they took a picture of you. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Don't flush when you're done. And people, when, when, when they know something's going to be on TV, mm-hmm. All reason goes out the window, and they forget that, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't let a man film me poop, because this <laughs> this could be my big break. Yeah, this 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 Charmin commercial can lead to could lead to anything. Probably my own sitcom. I don't think it was Charmin. It might have been Cottonelle or, yeah. or one of the other fellas. Um, yeah, it was. I I just didn't. And I think the commercial was kind of implying, like, yeah, our our uh, toilet paper is a little more expensive, but. Look at the money you'll save in underwear. 
I just don't. And also, I kind of, I was not under the impression that the sole purpose of underwear was to not get shit all over I your don't, pants. I don't think that is. Well, I, that's what this commercial implied. Yeah, I, I think I think whoever, these ad wizards sitting up in their, their uh, Madison Avenue Towers, Tom, mm-hmm. that they, uh, they might not have been taught, because we're never taught. Exactly what's supposed to happen. I mean, you're taught. No, no, no. You're taught like, all right, there's toilet paper and, you know, Mm -hmm. do what you got (laughs) to do. Figure out the rest. Exactly. And it's not hard to figure it out. I think maybe society has been giving people too much credit. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, these people don't know that, like, you're not supposed to leave the bathroom until everything's all taken care of, no matter how much or what the quality of the toilet paper in yeah, there. That's no excuse. Yeah, you just have to. You have to get it done. Uh-huh. And for underwear to be, I mean, that's. I don't know. I thought underwear was just so you didn't have sweat all over your genitals on your pants. On your pants or on your genitals? From the genitals on your. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. I, I. You know what? I always assumed like underwear served a few purposes, and it wasn't just like. You know, well, if it weren't for this one thing, we wouldn't have to wear underwear. Yeah. Comfort, you know, like uh, underwear is usually a softer fabric than your outer layer will be. Yeah, that's sure. That's true. You don't wear denim. Yeah, denim underwear. On my, uh, you know, sensitive bottom. (laughs) I'd scrape it all up. Yeah. You should see my knees from coming (laughs) in. And those aren't nearly as sensitive as my bottom. (laughs) Well... I, thanks, thanks for spelling it out. Uh, so yeah, that I that I got fairly rough knees. It's something that I'm and a fairly sensitive bottom. Yeah, these are things that um, look. I'm speaking openly about both of them, so yeah, well, others will have the courage to follow my lead and say, "Hey, you know what? I got rough knees as well." Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, you know what? I will be in this commercial. The uh, person who stopped me in a mall and asked me to go into the bathroom and. Uh, make a bowel movement, and then come out and talk about it, and then take a dare about my underwear. My question would be, hey, are, like, are you going to like keep my underwear? What are you going to do with my underwear once I take... Why Why do you want me to take off my underwear? Like, what's going to happen with this? I told you why they want you to take off your underwear, I to prove know. that yeah, you're confident enough. it could enough. be some, some kind of weird scam where it's like, there was no toilet paper commercial, you idiot, and you just gave your underpants to a stranger. <laughs> you just gave your underpants to that man who's running away. Tim, this week we're talking about a very secretive subject. A, a subject that could get us in hot water if the wrong people found out about it. Who or even find- if the right people found out about it. What? We're talking about Area 51, Tim. Yeah, I feel like we probably talked about Area 51. Yeah, but well, how can been- you not talk about Area 51, Tim? Yeah, it might have been just because you talk about Area 51 constantly in Not real life constantly the, it's, it comes up in conversation in it's never come up in any conversation well other than ones i've had with you well you don't go to as many cocktail parties as i do i guess i go to so many cocktail parties well Tom. how come i've never bumped into you at because one? i go to real low rent cocktail <laughs> parties what makes them low rent? Uh, the 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 cocktail. Yeah, the quality of cocktail is uh, just not well made. No, not well made, and it's the it's bottom shelf kind of uh, well. It's from the well. It's from the well. It's from you know how some people if you have if you think when you're buying a house and they're like oh there's a vodka well on the on the property <laughs> you think that's a nice amenity but that's usually crap vodka yeah and the 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 costs you're gonna have to put into maintaining that well yeah and and guarding that well you wouldn't believe the the number of uh winos or you know just (laughs) sauces 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 sausages you know you gotta you gotta uh pay some some coyotes to roam your property to guard your vodka well (laughs) all right um because uh, coyotes are allergic to vodka. I much like Tom Reynolds. Yeah, I'm allergic to vodka. Um, thanks for giving away one of my weaknesses, Tim. <laughs> um, 
I was watching a thing the other day. Uh, before we started this episode, we were talking about uh, like a home and garden television and HGTV, uh, HGTV, HGTV and the to the, the lay people. Call it, yeah, um, lay people. No, the people in the know call it HGTV. Nah, people in the know know what it stands for. Most people don't know what it stands for. They think it's just who TV. Who <laughs> TV? Um, you ever watch? Uh, a big thing on TV now is just uh, uh, people who live in Alaska. Yeah, it's fascinating. I was watching one of these like uh, house hunter type shows, and it was like a house hunter Alaska. All of these uh, houses seemed inhospitable. <laughs> uh, People up there don't care about. Yeah, they just they're running from something. Everybody up there, uh, but that's what reminded me because there was one house where they're showing them like you know it's in the house is on its own island in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they're like, oh, but, you know, one of the good things is that there's a well right on the property for water. So you're taking care a of water. Well, yeah, I've never heard of one of those. So you're taking care. It's much like a vodka well. Uh, so you're taking care of uh, in that respect, uh, because, you know, there's no plumbing or anything like running out. You know, and there's an outhouse and everything. But then they explain there. The guy goes, uh but it is uh, frozen solid six months out of the year. This water well just won't work. Nothing in Alaska is as it should be. No. And then they're asking the guy, they're like, okay, well, is there a uh, like a water service nearby that we can buy bulk water? And he goes, um, I mean, we can look it. into that. You just melt the ice. No, you can't just melt the ice, Tim. There's too much ice to melt. You're just going to drink lake water? No, you melt the well water. No, because the well, it's it, the it's it's frozen. It's not yeah, like a well you that light you can it on fire. It's though. not a well that you can fall down, Tim. It's just like a pipe going into the ground. So the whole <laughs> damn pipe is going to be frozen well, uh, all I, the way down yeah, until well, hell. Why do we start childproofing wells? This is what happens <laughs> now. You can't light the ice on fire yeah, and get the. It's true. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the nanny state comes in. Oh, we don't want kids to fall down the wells, so now you can't Anymore. drink because the, yeah. the 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 ice is all frozen in Alaska. There were just so many places where they're like, just melt the snow, or like, bring it back to your igloo, right? Is that no? What? There were real houses, except without houses. Uh, and some of the houses they look great, and then they'd be like, oh, you know, the one kind of negative thing is, uh, like three months out of the year you can't leave. Like you cannot leave for any reason under any circumstance. You are hundreds of miles from That's anything. just like a law, a local... No, it's just like, well, you can try, but, you know, you'll die. A Yeti will get you. Yeah, Yeti or just the, the cold. Yeah. Or there's a... It's a, along the Iditarod Trail, so you're never going to be able to get a a good time. It's like when a parade goes by or the marathon <laughs> goes by your apartment. Yeah, you're not going to be able to cross. It's like, I just want to go get a, a, a coffee at the deli. Mm-hmm. But all these people, there's, there's a, a dog race happening. Yeah. A sled race. Yeah. So is that what they mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, what does this have to, to do with 51. Area 51? Okay. Oh, what doesn't it have to do with Area 51? So what do you know about Area 51, Tim? Um, You're wrong. Oh, God. You bought, you believe that? Wesley Snipes. No, that's Passenger 57. Hmm. Which had little... To nothing to do with Area 51. Actually, I bet if you asked Wesley Snipes, though, he'd say that it did. Uh, I doubt it. Wesley Snipes isn't a crazy person, Tom. Yeah, he is. He just doesn't pay his taxes. He's a but patriot. he thought he didn't have to pay his taxes. Well, I would every every year around tax time. <laughs> you think about Wesley I Snipes? I read some articles about Wesley Snipes because because uh, like. He's one of like those those crazy people kind of have a point, right? <laughs> no, they always think that there's Not my like president Tom. They always think that there's some loophole. There is a loophole. There's there are loopholes, but they always think there's some loophole. Like, nope, look at this one sentence from uh, you know, like the Bill of Rights or something that says that I don't uh, have look to pay at Tom taxes. Dismissing the Bill of Rights. <laughs> no, they always just take something out of context and claim that that. You know nothing of Wesley Snipes' then, claims. Well, then you educate me, Tim. No, we're talking about Passenger 57, not Wesley Snipes. Area 51. Area 51. So uh, I'll tell you what it, uh, what it's all about, Tom. Groom Lake. Groom Lake? Groom Lake. Say, say it like a normal. Groom Lake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, 
A lake? Uh, it's a salt lake. Uh, like yeah, a salt flat. A sa- what? There's no salt. There's no lake. It used to be a lake, but now it's just salt flats. Like one of those frozen wells. <laughs> yeah. No water. Well, a frozen well has water. It's just frozen. This has no yeah, water. Frozen water isn't water, Tom. It's ice. <laughs> All right. Jeez, take an elementary school science class for once in your life. I did back in elementary school. So what do you know about Area 51? I feel like if I say anything, you're just going to yell at me. Well, I might, Tim. Um, people. Uh, mm. it's, in, uh, it's in the southwest. Yeah, Nevada. Does it's 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 entirely within Nevada? I don't Nevada? think it's entirely within Nevada. Okay. It's huge. It's a lot of space. How many areas are there? At least fifty one, apparently. As many as Heinz has varieties, fifty seven? Well, we don't know. And we don't know if Heinz has a few uh, varieties that they're keeping. Heinz uh, doesn't even have fifty seven varieties. Yeah, no, they got ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Spicy ketchup sometimes. Sometimes. There's too many ketchups nowadays. Remember the green ketchup phase? Yeah, but that was for kids. Yeah. It still happened. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't like a phase. It wasn't like a a national... It didn't sweep the nation. It did. It swept the nation's (laughs) children. No, not really. It captured the imaginations (laughs) of of millions of... of, No, I know. Kids never... There was a reason why they... Purple ketchup, too. Yeah, but nobody wanted that. Kids weren't asking for that. Tom, you don't know. May, not in our school district, of course. Huh. But we were notoriously repressed. <laughs> right. No, kids are fine with red ketchup. The administration in our school was just like, no, they can't have these wacky colored ketchups. Who knows what would happen? Well, at school, we just got the cheapest ketchup you know they could find. Lumpy, lumpy ketchup. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, it was like lumpy and watery at the same time. Ugh. Guys, what are you doing? Yeah, Heinz ketchup, not that expensive. I feel like uh, under uh, Michelle Obama's reign, <laughs> at least the ketchup's probably less less, uh, less lumpy. lumpy. Maybe it's more lumpy. Maybe it's you know all natural ketchup. All natural with ketchup. Lumps. Mm. Yeah, but like the it'd be a different quality of lump. <laughs> be like little bits of tomato. It's a lump I could get behind. <laughs> All right, um, a lump you can love. So Area Fifty One, Tim, mm-hmm. is a government area, U.S. government, United States, United States government, uh, a huge area uh, that uh, is secret. Is uh, a lot of classified things happen there. Okay. And but a lot of people think that it's where the government keeps uh, UFOs, recovered UFOs, and aliens. Yeah, we've all seen alien autopsy, Tom. I don't think everybody's seen alien autopsy. There are new alien autopsies. Remember when alien autopsy was broadcast on national (laughs) broadcast television on a on network television? Yeah, and everybody was so excited about it. I remember the first time I saw the commercial for alien autopsy, and I was like, Eleven. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was a kid, and I'll tell you, uh, purple ketchup wasn't catching my imagination. The idea of uh, an alien being autopsied on TV, that captured my imagination. Fox really changed the whole game, huh? Because, <laughs> like, everybody talks about, like, all the, the like, oh, things used to be only the three networks, and it would be, like, Walter Cronkite and yeah. Johnny Carson and only the, like, most classic sitcoms, and uh, things were different then. And then Fox came along and was like, we're going to show a fake alien autopsy and a magician giving away a bunch of secrets. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna li- and uh, a bunch of women trying to marry a millionaire. Yeah, a fake millionaire. Later, a fake millionaire, yeah. but initially a real millionaire. Did they have to, like, and Joe Millionaire was a fake millionaire. Yes. But who wants to marry a millionaire that was a real millionaire? If you were chosen by the millionaire or the fake millionaire to be mm-hmm. his bride, mm-hmm. were you contractually obligated to marry him? No, I don't think they can do that. Well, but then, it was then strongly the stakes implied. Aren't high enough. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it wasn't. But this this would be just like women trying to further their career, like people who would uh, go in for the toilet paper commercial and take yeah. off their underpants. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think it was strongly implied, and I think they were probably like, look, we don't give a shit if you marry this guy or not, but just 
don't say just tonight that him. you're not going to marry him. You just tongue kiss him in yeah, front of America. Yeah, just tongue kiss him on it. America wants to see a millionaire tongue kiss yeah. a pretty lady. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Yeah. And that makes up most of our uh, entertainment today, Tim, to keep everybody uh, like sheep so that they're not asking the tough questions that I'm asking about Area 51 and what the hell's going on up there, down there. What do you think would get better ratings? Uh Donald Trump in The Celebrity Apprentice or just uh, Donald Trump making out with people? (laughs) I don't think anybody wants to see Donald Trump making out with people. Yeah, but I think like it would, the first episode of that, people would be like, I got to see if this is for real. (laughs) What? So it would be an hour of one person who making out with it or just like a bunch? Who would the people Uh, be? Donald Trump kisses them all. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Trump kisses well, you know, them all. Of age. 18 to 93. All right. A Men minute and on women. each. Uh, probably, to get him to sign on, they'd all have to be babes, right? Bikini babes. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. I think as a one-hour special, one time, <laughs> I think it'd, do, it'd get better ratings than like... Uh, How much of the special would be kind of like behind-the-scenes stuff, like the you know the lead-up to it? And they'd be cutting back to like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ryan Seacrest going like, "We're only uh, five minutes away from the main." Well, that'd out. be the pre-show in the red carpet show. <laughs> okay, but so no, it's a solid hour. Well, forty-four an, minutes with an him evening or... of. Uh... It's forty-four minutes, Tom. Yeah, but you're saying there would be a red carpet and a pre-show. Yeah, and then uh, Chris Hardwick would talk. Uh, host oh, talking av- Trump. Av- yeah, talking Trump. Yeah. Um, Trump suckers it would be called because they're sucking face <laughs> the name of the show or the name of the after show the name of the show <laughs> Trump suckers yeah uh, I don't and think and then in parentheses fa- like sucking face <laughs> right so people so it was clear yeah because um, otherwise people are like well, what is this show <laughs> well, I think people might still be like that and I think that's why people tune in Tom See, you, you uh, what's this their all about? Curiosity at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think people would watch this show. It'd be hard to get sponsors too. I don't know, Tom. Uh, Donald Trump would certainly advertise <laughs> on it. What would he advertise? His buildings. <laughs> he doesn't advertise his buildings on TV. Okay. <sighs> what else does he have at this point? He had he has casinos or he had casinos and golf courses he and stuff. He got rid of the casinos. He offloaded them. He's got uh, his ties at Macy's. That's his true. suits. Yeah, he advertised his suits. His uh, eau de toilet. Do you think he sells uh, copies of Home Alone Two: Lost in New York? <laughs> because he makes a cameo in that. Yeah. Do I think he sells them where? I don't know. Like on. Like, in his yeah. buildings, in the lobby of his buildings. <laughs> All his buildings? Yeah. He just sets up a kiosk. No, I'm sure if you go in like you some of the- You can buy The Apprentice on DVD. Yeah, that I'm sure at or, some Trump buildings you can buy. Yeah, or but I Home Alone 2 Lost in New York featuring Donald Trump himself. Yeah, or for $5 less, just the five seconds uh, he's in the movie. No, the he would charge more for that because he'd be like, what? We took out the, all the cruff. Yeah, for the, for the cruff. <laughs> For the convenience of uh, not uh, fast forwarding through everything, uh, yeah. you you know it's an extra five dollars. And it has been uh, placed on a loop that uh, runs the entire runtime of Home Alone Two. Yeah, so we can sell after the fact, even if they can't get um, you know advertisers. <laughs> oh, you get that advertise on DVD. the the Home yeah. Alone Two special. No, no, you get advertise the future DVD release of uh, Trump Suckers. <laughs> so so the show would be advertising buying the show you're watching on DVD later. Yeah. I mean they do that sometimes towards the end of a season. Yeah, but this like I said, Tom. But that's still This not, would be one special. So maybe you could start That's not going to pay for the TV show. I don't know. Trump's a very rich man. Plus, he'll get to make out with a lot of babes. I think he can do that anyway without, you know, having to make it. Yeah, but he also likes to rub it in everybody's face. Like, I can get whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And I'm going to put it on TV and you're all going to have to watch it. Yeah, you're going to love it. Or you won't love it, but um, uh, it's going to happen. He was inducted into the uh, Wrestling Hall of Fame. (laughs) It's it's a stellar career he's had. Yeah, well, you know, not everybody's in there, Tim. 
don't know. So area what are we talking about? Area fifty one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um up until recently the government wouldn't talk about it at all. But now they'll say, Oh yeah, yeah, we got some stuff over there. Do you think that they if there's alien stuff, do you think that they would keep it at Area fifty one still or move it some move it to Area fifty two? I don't think they're keeping it in an area at all, Tom. Mm. They're We're keeping it in like a hyperspace. No, a quadrant of something, maybe. A quadrant, like of a building. Yeah. So the 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 rumor. What do we have? We have areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have territories. Territories. Yeah, I feel like it would be like a what do they we call them? We would keep them? it in Guam or Puerto Rico or something. Dark sites or something. Yeah, dark sites. Yeah, I'm sure there's if there if there's aliens, it's in some like country where like laws can't well touch anything but laws can't really touch area 51 is that true i mean you've never been there i've never tried to go there Tom. i've never been to the grand canyon but like i ah, think you're allowed in the grand uh, canyon you can well, rent you a can. donkey and <laughs> ride it down um no but i think they can get away with doing whatever they want in can area I 51 ask you a real quick what question, yes <laughs> Do a lot of people Is this gonna be about Trump suckers? No, 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 no. That I'm um, I'm I'm closing the, the vault on that one because uh I'm I'm saving it all for the pitch meeting with Mr. Trump. All right. Uh do people die at the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Like often? How many people do you think die a year at the Grand Canyon? I think Canyon? like a few people. Because a lot of times people go down to the bottom and they get stuck. Or they yeah. don't get stuck, but it's very deep. And I think people uh, you can don't, get stranded down don't there. respect Grand yeah. Canyon the way... Uh, well, no, people do. <laughs> I mean, you can also like go to the Grand Canyon and just kind of look at it and go like, wow, look at that. Yeah. But then some people are like, oh, I'm going to go down there. Yeah, but I think some people, it's so famous that people are like, ah, it's, like I'm invincible here. It's like Disney World. You know, nobody's yeah. ever died in Disney World except thousands of people have died in <laughs> Disney World's parking lot every year. <laughs> thousands. Uh it's it's like that they they feel safe there yeah. and it's like well but no it's a you gigantic st- it's a, space I know like you but get I lost think people yeah I think a lot of people get lost yeah. in there a lot of people fall off around Mount Rushmore every year that's not true yeah because no they, it's not just like uh, it's like uh, in uh, North by Northwest a lot of people try to reenact try and hang that. off the faces yeah no and they think it's cute and they're like honey get a picture of this whoa and then they fall off yeah you know uh, uh, Washington's nose or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not true, uh, but they can do. I, I, there's really nothing stopping them at Area 51 because you have to understand, like where the buildings are there. It's very far from. They have uh, fences and signs all around the outside saying "absolutely no trespassing, you'll be shot." Okay. And then they have security cameras set up with night vision and heat vision, probably. Keeping an eye on everybody, making sure you're not getting too close. But didn't they do a study of like our nuclear sites and like none of this stuff actually like you could like they'd order pizzas there and stuff? To Area 51? No, for other supposedly secure places. Yeah, well, I mean, still need pizza and the pizza guy, what's the pizza guy going to do? I mean, even the Ninja Turtles figured out how to yeah. order pizza. Yeah, he just ordered it to a sewer grate. I mean, they were the most. Secretive. Well, you order it to an abandoned building, and then you go, hey, hey, from the sewer grate. More secretive, the Ninja Turtles or the U.S. government? Mm. Hmm. Who's done more good, the Ninja Turtles or the Mm. U.S. government? The Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's more secretive, though? Probably the Ninja Turtles as well. All right, who's more secretive, Batman or the Ninja Turtles? Ooh, Batman. Hmm. He did like to get his face in the papers a lot, though. Batman? No, right? he didn't. Or his signal. No. His, his logo. No. That wasn't the reason why he had the signal, Tim. I think it was like... <laughs> no, it was to scare criminals. And to, you know, so Commissioner Gordon could let him know that he needed him. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're always cutting them a little too much slack. <laughs> it was a scare criminal, Tim. It wasn't again in the paper. B- billionaire Bruce Wayne was in the paper all the time anyway. Yeah, that's true. You know, he got he got his uh, rocks off that way. Although it would be nice if you were like, oh, nobody knows, but uh, two front page stories about me. One about Bruce Wayne. What about Batman? Would you watch a show called Wayne Suckers? <laughs> it was just people kissing a fictional character? Yeah. 
No, I mean if Bruce Wayne was real. Oh, if he was real? If you were a citizen of Gotham City. Do I know he's Batman? No. So I just think he, I think basically he's Donald Trump. Yeah. I wouldn't watch Wayne Suckers probably. I, I would I would probably think the same of it as I did uh, Trump Suckers. And you're not on board. With <laughs> I'm not Trump on suckers. board with Trump Suckers. I mean, Bruce Wayne's a better looking guy than uh, than Donald Trump. So actually, I think that then there wouldn't even be like a curiosity factor of like, let's see how an ugly guy kisses. And I'd be like, oh, this handsome. <laughs> Wait, that's why you would watch Trump suckers? <laughs> yeah. Let's see how an ugly guy kisses? Yeah, because you know he, Tim, you know when Donald Trump uh, kisses. Yeah. It's all tongue. I don't think, I it's think like, it's going to be like when you're you watch see... a slasher movie, Tom, <laughs> you're covering your eyes most of the time because that's the fun of it. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you dare each oh, other to look and stuff. It. Yeah. Yeah, that would be Trump that's suckers. That's the appeal of Trump suckers, yeah. Tom. Yeah, and Wayne suckers wouldn't have that kind of appeal. Yeah, that's true. It would just be like, oh, the here's a you know a handsome billionaire kissing you know beautiful women. All right, I assume that that happens. Aspirational though, because a bunch of people will be like, oh, I'll take notes. So when I'm a handsome billionaire, which will happen, it's gonna happen for me. Uh, I'll know exactly how to do it. Yeah, but you've already got aspiration living in Gotham City because Batman's around, and you're like, man. That could be his, his boy wonder at some point. Yeah, like, screw this uh, Wayne suckers. I don't want to be Wayne. I want to be Batman. That's true. Um, let me ask you this. If you lived in Gotham City, mm-hmm. uh, would you... Tim, I feel like you're taking me off topic a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is just a very serious question. Uh-huh. Uh, would you try to become Robin, and at what point would you think... <laughs> I'm too old to like try to to like take these gymnastics classes. <laughs> um, would I try to be Robin? Yeah. How would you go about trying to catch Batman's eye? I mean, you can do it the way Jason Todd did, which was steal the uh, the wheels off the Batmobile. Mm, I don't think I think you're too cowardly to do it. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm trying to think, uh, I mean... Are uh, you too old to be Robin at this point in your life, Tom? At this point? Yeah. Yeah, it had to be Nightwing by now. Hmm. Or actually, I'd probably be Batman by now. Yeah, we all know that's not <laughs> Because sometimes Robin has to step in for Batman. Because at this point, Batman would be too old. If we were age-appropriate all along. Right. Yeah. So I probably would have stepped into the Batman role by now. Just so nobody knew, you know... Nobody put two and two together. Like, oh, Bruce Wayne's in a wheelchair... And Batman's not around anymore. Be like, no, Batman's still around. We'll be back with more Area 51 talk after this. Tim, this week's episode is brought to you and everybody listening by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. So basically the way it works is uh, for less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items and more. So you get this box every month. It's uh, relatively inexpensive, and there's uh, always at least $40 worth of stuff in there, usually more. Uh, And uh, every month they've got a different theme. This month's theme is fantasy. Swords and sorcery, mist and myths and magic. Probably mist too, right? <laughs> yeah, dragons and things that aren't dragons. I feel like fantasy movies are always like on a misty field. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, so this mist month's around the castle. Like I said, all about fantasy. Uh, and at Loot Crate, they totally understand that not all who wander are lost, but they also hear that it's dangerous to go alone. Those are references to things you probably don't know, Tim. I don't. Um, Tom, you use you have Loot Crate. I do you have, have a Loot subscription. Crate. Yeah. Uh, you love it because it sends you, uh, they send you toys every month. Yes, Tim. It's Geek like, toys. It's like having a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. I know what you love, Tom, and I'm mm-hmm. your friend, but I don't and you give wouldn't you anything. Even give me, I don't and give you, you, no. Well, you wouldn't give me anything as cool as this stuff. No, I mean I'm not I'm not in the the business of giving anybody to, <laughs> giving anything to anybody. Well, t- <laughs> I know. So if you've got friends like Tim, like I do, you have to give yourself presents. So why not give yourself Loot Crate? Also, and, if your friends give you stuff, they probably don't have the resources that Loot Crate does. They get exclusive stuff sometimes, yeah, right? Uh, a lot of times. Yeah. And if you go to lootcrate.com/everything and enter the code everything, you save three dollars on uh, a new subscription and. 
uh, you can get this fantasy uh, box, which is going to have stuff from Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, The Princess Bride, and more. Uh, if you get in there, hey Tom, uh, inconceivable. That's what I say to that. <laughs> yep, this yeah. is a deal there that is go. inconceivable. Uh, if you get in there by uh, April 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time, that is... Specific. Th- Specifically <laughs> 9 p.m. That is the, the cutoff for this month. So uh, get in there if, if you want some of this, uh, like I said, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Princess Bride, and more. Uh, go to lootcrate.com slash everything before the 19th. And use the code everything. And hey, thanks Loot Crate for sponsoring the show. And if you like the show and you're interested in Loot Crate, uh, use our code because uh, it helps support the show and uh, helps let Loot Crate know, hey, I'm listening to these guys and these guys are cool. Right? Yeah, yeah sure. I don't know if it's as cool, but... I mean, writing cool too, right? right? Well, there's not an extra space. Well, to put if there's an else. extra space, maybe there's not an extra space. Maybe just write. put in everything, or else you won't get the three dollars off. Fine, lootcrate.com/slash/everything. Tim, I feel like you've been taking me off course here. I've not letting me talk about Area Fifty One. You know, I've, it's been uh, it's been like jazz, Tom. <laughs> You know, sometimes you start it has out been playing like jazz. We're not talking about jazz. You start playing the melody. It's like ah, oh, but I got I got the oh, you know what this reminds me of? Bebop, boop, bop, boop, bop. And it's like oh, but we were gonna go bebop, boop, boom, bop, bop. It's like sorry, I felt it. So you just go off onto that. Would you ever go camping outside of Area Fifty One in the desert? Because be- people do that. People go there and legitimately. You know, there's all, you know, people think they have aliens and flying saucers and stuff, but they do test, you know, military aircraft there. Because when you think about it, you're going to need to test that stuff somewhere before you use it. Uh, You need big, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but planes need big, wide open spaces for testing. Yeah, but they just take to the skies, Tom. Yeah, but the skies have land underneath them. So to answer your question, yes, I would camp near there because I don't think there's anything to be afraid of. What about aliens, though? <laughs> but if 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 I can't get in, uh huh, those aliens can't get out. Maybe they let them out. Maybe you know it's like a. But you said it's huge. Yeah, but you don't know how fast yeah, sometimes aliens a are. dog does get out of the yard. <laughs> yeah, Tim. No matter. Just because my house is protected from burglars doesn't mean the dog can't get out once in a while. Well, when, you know, true. as I'm opening up the door to get, hey, hey, get back here. You know, it sees a squirrel or something. Same thing with these aliens. These aliens, I remember as a kid learning that aliens probably like strawberry ice cream. So Where what? Did you learn this? What? Where did you learn this? <laughs> it was on TV. Okay. One of them told me. Uh, <laughs> just through my brain, just through telepathy. Uh <laughs> I don't know where we're going. So what if one of these uh what if one of these government men, he's like G men. Uh, one of these G men, he's going outside just as the ice cream truck's going by and the alien's like, hmm, strawberry ice cream yeah. and goes running out after the truck. Hey, get back here. How does the alien know that the truck playing music has ice cream in it? Well, Tim, that's just That's like culture that's culturally learned. Yeah. And Can he watch television in there? Yeah, they probably got TV in there. Hmm. Probably showed old 50s shows, and that's, yeah. oh, that is an ice cream truck. I would like strawberry ice cream. They probably they study up beforehand. You're not going to go to a, a different planet before you know what the ice cream situation is. I just feel like it would be a lot of studying. Like, ice cream trucks would come in in like an advanced studies course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who do you think they'd be sending, Tim? They wouldn't be sending guys with just general knowledge of Earth. Alf? Alf, did Alf get sent here or Alf somehow uh, wound up here by accident? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe the Area 50, E.T. was here by accident. Any alien that I know that was here (laughs) was here by accident, except for the aliens and signs, and those, I'm told, are not even real. Yeah, well, and those ones had uh, nefarious plans. Um, Yeah, but they also... Uh, we're allergic to water. Yeah, and they didn't think to do anything about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we went to a planet and there was like a sulfuric acid around, we'd be like, oh, 
we better like make some suits. Yeah. In case somebody throws <laughs> that sulfuric acid that's Since all it's the, over yeah, the that's place. Yeah, it's the most plentiful resource yeah. on that earth. Yeah. You know what? Forget it. Let's not even go down there. Yeah. It looks way too dangerous. 70% of that planet is sulfuric acid. Yeah. Let's not. Let's Take not and say that we M. did. Take Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Shyamalan. Poke so many uh, holes. What were you going to say, Tom? Shyamalama ding dong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> um. So I read this book a while ago about Area 51, which I probably talked about on this show. At length. Yeah. And uh, one of the crazy things to me there was that, so they tested like the uh, the spy planes. Like the- Spy planes? No, just spy planes. Spy okay. planes were already around. Um, well, I don't know when you were talking about, Tom. But you we could would, have been talking about in the I'm 1800s. talking about like after World War II. Okay. And they would- the fl- big The big one. The big one. They would fly these spy planes over Russia, and they Russia would see them, but these planes would be so high, they they couldn't do anything to they them. They just had to go grumble, grumble, grumble. No, grumble. they'd like shoot missiles like us at with them. Sputnik, when that yeah. happened, we'd be like, well, it's there, but we can't do anything about it. Yeah. So they'd shoot missiles at them, and the missiles would just go... Oh, no, and right back, back into the guy yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, right back in the barrel of the, the missile oh, gun. Oh, no. Yeah. Now... So they tested them there. Mm-hmm. Then why does everybody think it's aliens? Because there were aliens there. Tim, you're not. It's a big place. Like I'm telling you, there was a. They had to test a bunch of stuff there. But like the Meadowlands is a big place. But we're not like this is. Oh, big. They probably they probably keep aliens uh, in the mezzanine level. <laughs> no, but they do have like a you know a, a Penn Stations underneath or not the Meadowlands. I'm thinking of uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Tom. Uh, the Meadowlands. They probably got some stuff under there. The Grand Canyon's big. We don't think that there's aliens. There's just donkey bones <laughs> from where they have donkey funerals. But this is a big area where everything's secret. You can't get in there at all. Okay. You can get into the Grand Canyon. You can't well, get you out. tell me. I don't know. And you can get into the Meadowlands. You just have to buy a ticket. There's no tickets to Area 51, Tim. And if there is, it's a one-way ticket. You're not getting out. I see. Um, unless they unless they open the gate when a <laughs> unless they open the gate when the ice cream truck, yeah. truck comes. Yeah. In that case, you know, just keep your ears peeled for the for Mr. Softy's theme song. So what's like? Did a what's the speculation here, Tom? Well, did, the speculation is did the UFO crash there, or were they transported there? The, the speculation where all this comes from is that. This was, you know, just a, a regular old government test site. And, you know, we were doing uh, experiments there with uh, with the bomb, with the big bomb. Right. And uh, the big one. The story is that when the UFO crashed in Roswell, New Mexico, that basically Area 51 was the closest government top Area. secret facility. Mm-hmm. How many top secret facilities do you think? At we least have? fifty-one. Yeah, but maybe not as many as fifty-seven. Maybe not, but probably. Uh, so they had to, uh, you know, they needed to take the UFO and all the the aliens somewhere, and they were like, "Oh, let's, you know, hey, right next door, we got a uh, Area Fifty-One. It's already secret because we're doing secret stuff there. Besides, and boy, what's going to be more secret than this? Aliens. Some of them." Might have even still been alive, right? Uh, the uh, well, no, I guess no, the alien autopsy—that yeah. was one of the dead ones. But didn't it come alive during the autopsy? No, no, that would have been too scary. That would have been a pretty good twist. <laughs> oh, too scary of a twist, if you ask me. Yeah, but this book also posits that uh, all that did happen, but that it wasn't aliens; it was um, uh, the Russians trying to scare us. By sending fake aliens? By sending fake aliens that they had uh, gotten a bunch of the, well, they did get a bunch of the, uh, like, Nazi scientists after World War II. So did we. Yeah. We split them up. We divvied them up. They, it was, like, picked like a uh, like a schoolyard baseball. I'll take this guy. Yeah. I'll take this guy. Man, it must have sucked to be the last Nazi scientist no, to get picked. He, I bet he did the best work because he had he a chip on harder. his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I got to prove myself. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe <laughs> and his idea was let's uh, genetically modify a human being yeah. and shoot it over to America. Like, I have an idea. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, and according to this book, which is according to the woman who wrote it, interviewed like a bunch of really old people who worked at Area 51. And this was one of the stories she was told. Old people lie all the time. <laughs> to old people don't have this kind of imagination. Though. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, they lie about like, you know, the mailman stealing from me. Yeah. They don't come up with like, all right, well, here's the Russians got these Nazi scientists. No, old people love to talk about how bad the Russians and the Nazis are. Well, so, the, yeah, the, the story was that the Russians got these Nazi scientists said, make the Russians are stealing my mail, <laughs> make some genetically altered human beings, children. Uh, I don't want to know this. OK, we're going to we're going to cram them into this, uh, you know, flying saucer. Area. They had flying saucers. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't like an operational one. It was just like a flying saucer. And then they said, uh, we're going to put a so just a regular saucer. Well, wait. Because it didn't have the ability to fly. Well, it did, Tim, because they took it to Mexico, and they took it right by the border of New Mexico, and they put it in like a like a big slingshot or like a catapult or something because it didn't have to go very far. Right. And they just launched it into the sky. Okay. And Is that it, the best we can do to this day with flying saucer technology? Slingshot or catapult? Yeah. Uh, well, not if you ask some people, Tim. If you ask some people, the, the government's had anti-gravity technology for years and some people posit that we you know we we got it from these crash ufos or that we worked at an exchange with some of the aliens where we were like listen tell us uh, how to make flying saucers and uh, yeah you can take some people sometimes and laser cows laser cows laser the verb laser cows uh. Not you can take some of our laser cows. Yeah, I would love to have a laser <laughs> no, cow, Tom. Well, those are a, a, another closely guarded national secret. You cannot take the laser cows. I would only take a laser cow if I knew it would be... Uh, missed? What? If you knew it would be missed? No, if I knew it would be loyal. Oh. I wouldn't want a laser cow that no. I couldn't trust. A laser bull. Yeah. So... Uh, Apparently, the idea was that the Russians were going to try and start uh, a War of the Worlds type situation. Launch this. People would show up, see, you know, a crash UFO with a bunch of like, uh, you know, weird looking genetically modified people inside with big heads and big eyes and just go, oh, my God, it's aliens. It's uh, let's start going crazy. And then once everybody went crazy, the Russians would just, you know, walk in. in. Yeah. But the government got to it first, and that is also the explanation of why it's still top secret. Like, if that did happen, then the government would, would not want people to know about it either. Why not? I think it'd be like a, a, it would be a hard sell. But if it happened, it happened. Yeah. That would be my... But but maybe, you know, this was the Cold War, Tim. It was all about, like, you know... No, hasn't been a Cold War on for nigh on 25 years, Tom. Yeah. They could tell us now. Yeah, but it would, it would stir up trouble again, because we'd all be like, oh, that was diabolical, those Russians. Let's get them. Let's send something their way. Let's send fake mermen. Yeah, I think Let's it have could some be, fake it could turn into wash like up. it could turn into kind of a prank war now. Like a little less uh <laughs> it's less the fate of the the world and more like every year they they There's an epic prank. Yeah, and something new gets shot over the border. <laughs> some new mythological <laughs> creature. So, uh, they they you know, uh modified like a whale to make it look like a dragon and yeah. then just catapulted it over the border. Yeah, it'd be like a nice little... Yeah, but uh, Mexico at some point would get fed up. They'd be like, all right, enough is enough. You yeah, guys you can't... Got Canada. You guys can't keep coming here and just shooting stuff with a giant catapult over at America. Yeah, no, you put a merman and put him over the Niagara Falls. Oh, from Canada yeah. into New York? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then you then you run the risk of the nobody finding the merman because, you know, that's the, those falls, Tim, they're powerful. It might just keep that merman submerged. Yeah, that's true. All right, you catapult something from Cuba. Mm, you could. It's going to be, be nice harder to, the to hit. Missile crisis too. What? 
be a nice nod to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Remember when we were yeah. mortal enemies? Yeah, but now we're talking we're just... as if uh, the Cold War hasn't reignited, Tom. Yeah. Jeez. Exactly, Tim. There's no. You're putting these ideas out there. These are dangerous ideas. Yes. Yeah, the Tim. second Russia tries to prank us, yeah. Uh, probably 70% of our country would be like, well, we should probably just nuke them. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as they pranked us, the president would be like, well, enough is enough. Turn the key, yeah. press the button. Prank wars away. often escalate into uh, Armageddon, yeah. I feel like. If left unchecked, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, got to go out somehow, right? <laughs> Might as well be with an epic prank. Mermen and aliens and... That'd be terrible if, like, society, like, civilization restarted, like, you know, thousands of years from now after, like, uh, you know, all the, like, radioactive dust has settled and that was in the history books. Like, well, everything was going pretty all right until this gen, until the millennials got in charge. Yeah. They claimed and, it was a goof. And then their 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 love of pranks got out of control. Um. Let me see what else. What else do I have here in my research? Hmm. Notice how I'm um, letting you just uh, letting you talk about something you're passionate about, Tom. Yeah, there was crazy stuff. They were just blowing up bombs there all the time, too. They would just like shoot bombs into the air, right? They shot a bomb up into the. There's that area fifty one. Yeah, okay. up into um, the atmosphere. It might have been like the toposphere or stratosphere or something, but I think it was the atmosphere because I think they were worried. That it would ignite all the oxygen up there on fire, like all around the world, like it would just start a chain reaction and the whole world would be on fire. But, but they, they did it anyway. But they weren't sure, so they tried it to see. Um, I like that. <laughs> it's a can-do attitude. Uh, the crazy it's a thing thirst about, for knowledge, Tom. The crazy thing about that is that apparently when they did that, this was in the fifties or sixties. Um, you. Pretty much the entire country saw the Flash, not the superhero, Tim. Normally when you say the Flash. <laughs> yeah. No, because it was so high up that, you know, the Flash from the explosion uh, could be seen by everybody. So that always made me think, like, you know, there must have been people going about their business. And, you know, it's a Flash. It happens in a second. So... Uh, people, most people, I would think, wouldn't remember it. What year was this, roughly? Uh, 50s or 60s. I feel like stuff was always happening like yeah. that. Yeah. I think a bunch that might of, just be because movies, though. There's a bunch of bugs up there still, too. Maybe what? not anymore. What? When they did it, Tim, a bunch of bugs, not that one, I think a different one, uh, but the mushroom cloud went up so high uh, it blasted a bunch of bugs up there, and there's a bunch of dead bugs, like, stuck. Like beetles? Beetles, flies, all kinds of things. Well, that should serve as a warning to the other bugs. Don't bother us. We'll blast you into the yeah, stratosphere. Exactly. No, because like years later, uh, when they were flying the spy planes way up there, like the edge of space, uh, they were getting these bugs all over their windshield, and they didn't know what the hell it was. They they were very confused because bugs don't go up that high. And then well, they do if they ride the mushroom cloud. Exactly. And at one point, they were just going to shoot a uh, missile uh, uh, nuke into space just to see what would happen and to intimidate the Russians. I also think that nothing would have happened. I think it would have been fine. I think it would have <laughs> been something that we uh, uh, we would turn into an annual event. Shoot a nuke into space? Yeah, well, that would be probably dangerous look really cool. Yeah, probably, but if something goes wrong... Like what? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's probably not. You know how like you shouldn't take a bow and arrow and just shoot the arrow straight up in the air. That's dangerous. I don't know. I've never taken a bow and arrow class. Yeah, well, Tim, lesson number one: don't take an arrow and just shoot it straight up in the air. What could possibly go wrong? It could come back down. Yeah, but if you can, if you had the power to shoot it into space, they'd be like, "All right, just shoot it. Just make sure you shoot it into <laughs> space every time, and it'll never come back down." Well, you can say I'm going to shoot it into the ceiling, but still something might happen and it might come back down. Something might happen with everything, Tom. You can't be such a... <laughs> but this you're, is, you're not this thinking... is why they made, uh, they made it so kids can't fall in wells anymore. <laughs> you're not thinking about risk versus reward, Tim. The reward of seeing a nuclear blast happen 
up in the sky is not worth the risk of, you know, nuking a city. Oh, I must say, on the contrary, Tom. <laughs> I think that would be uh, fantastic. Well, what if they did... Here's the problem. What Two problems. What if they did it the first time and really nothing happened? Do you try again? You give it, yeah, three or four times. Because you don't want to miss out on something because, like, yeah, it was a dud. Like, if I, at the first 4th of July celebration, the first uh, firecracker was a dud. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, we should oh, stop doing home. that. Yeah. Well, but just like a firework display, what if you shoot the first one off and it's the the best thing anybody's ever seen? And then people are like, I demand we do that every day. Great. <laughs> no, sooner or later an accident's going to happen. What if somebody runs on that platform for president? Like, and when I'm president, we'll shoot a nuke up into the sky every day. And okay, yeah, you got my vote. <laughs> Dangerous. You could be like, we're going to dismantle every social program, but we're going to shoot a nuke into space every night. Well, yeah, like, you got to get that money awesome. somewhere. Boom, great. God bless America. Tom, it's also a good thing, you know how they're trying to get to get everybody to like uh, get rid of their uh, nuclear arsenals? <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about sending garbage to space again. <laughs> no, which is a, an amazing idea. Uh, we could put it, we could strap Oh, we can a, just use everybody else's? Hmm? No, no, we can get, we could everybody be like, we'll kind of trick everybody to shoot in their nukes into space by being like, hey, we should really put on a dazzling show <laughs> for all the citizens of Earth. And then we won't do it. No, we'll do it too. Oh, like well, we should then, all just get rid no, of our nukes we should in be this like, fabulous oh, way. Oh, damn, this thing, our remote's not working. No, because then they'll just make new, everyone will get, like if. No, then we'll be like, no new ones. Don't make oh, any new ones. We'll make it a rule. Yeah. And guess how we're going to enforce that rule? We're the only ones with nukes left. Mm. Happened once. It didn't work out. What? Oh, being the only one with nukes? Because everybody else got nukes. Mm. Not everybody, but, you know, some people. Cool but this time, we would be like, well, we're not going to have a repeat of last time, everyone. Just us this time. <laughs> We're the only ones who know how to use them responsibly. Yeah, look at you idiots! You all shot them into space. That wasn't responsible at all. That yeah, was a come test. Come on, guys! It was you a test, the test to see if you were responsible enough to have nuclear weapons, and uh, unfortunately, you failed the test. So no Airtight logic. No nuclear weapons for at least you know like a year for you guys. A year, six no. months tops. A year. Mm. We'll see in six months. We'll talk in six months, but no guarantees. On that note, we're out of time. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, we're out of time, Tom. And then yeah, I said, child. Yeah. <laughs> we're out of time. Um, so what did we learn this week? <sighs> A we lot of stuff. shoot all our garbage into space. No. Uh, you should learn how to properly wipe after... Pooping. Pooping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Learned a lot about what's going on in Area 51. Yeah, a little bit. Um... That most people would probably watch a one-hour special entitled Trump Suckers that <laughs> involved Donald Trump making out, sucking face, if you will, with mm-hmm. uh, people of all ages. I think that's about it. A lot of people die at the Grand Canyon and mm-hmm. uh, Mount Rushmore. Why are you doing a recap? <laughs> just trying to figure out what we learned. Okay. Don't you think that's... Well, can't you just learn and, and learn? Learn for the sake of learning? Do you have to brag about what you learned today? Tim, nobody likes a braggart. Everybody else learned it, too. You know, you're right. You can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can email us, thecompleteguideeverything at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at Complete Guide. You can follow me, at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me, at your pal Tim, and I am so close to 5,000 followers. Oh, that, that must uh, be really nice for you. That must be an exciting, thrilling time for you. It is. Uh, and you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Uh, if you're doing your shopping through Amazon, we ask, we beg. <laughs> I beg. don't beg for anyone. Amazon, yeah. Fine, I'll beg. TCGTE.com slash Amazon brings you to the same Amazon uh, it costs you not a penny extra. We get a small kickback. Um, we sure would appreciate it if you did it. And we do appreciate 
our Patreon patrons at uh, tcgt.com slash pledge. Thank you for supporting the show. A great group. Yes. And uh, uh, we got uh, thank you for everybody who came out to our Brooklyn show, which has already happened at this point. Yeah. Well, it hasn't happened while we're recording right. this. Right, but it has. It might have gone wrong. <laughs> we might be in a lot of trouble. Uh, and uh, come see us in London uh, at the end of uh, June. You can find more information at tcgt.com slash live. Um, Tom? Yeah. I just wanted to thank you. Oh, for a great a great episode, you really taught me a lot today. Thank you. And uh, I assume that you will reciprocate now. Uh, what do you mean? I just feel like now maybe... you're gonna teach me something. No, no, now no, 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 I'm no. gonna learn something no, from no, you. You, you might... I just thanked you uh-huh. for teaching me. Right. And so and now I you're going to teach me of, no, something. I, uh, earlier I taught things, so I think it's customary uh, for you I don't to. think you taught me anything. What did you teach me? About Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I knew about Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. You taught me about a fictional TV show you have in your head. Yeah. I think that in and of itself. <laughs> no, I wish I had never heard about. I wish I had never learned about Trump suckers. You know, this is funny because you, you, you're going to say this now. I'm sure I'm going to eventually pitch it to Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. We're going to go all in. It's going to be the most successful TV show in the history of television shows. And then you're going to come back and be like, um, I believe I was co-creator of that. Uh, play the tape back. Uh. And even though you're a naysayer, these uh, juries these days, a huh. bunch, of, bunch of doofs, yeah. they'll... Uh, Bunch of doofuses will uh, give you half the money. Yeah, but then as soon as that happens, you know what Trump's going to do? You're fired.